0: You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon from Explore the Bible Students. We're in session thirteen of our study. This is our last session in First and Second Kings. Uh, session thirteen is titled "Walk in Obedience," and we're in Second Kings twenty-two eight through twenty. And our central truth is when we obey God's word, the Holy Spirit moves in powerful ways. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, I want to point your attention to several things in this, in this passage. Well, just a few, really, but uh, some that I don't want you to miss. These give-and-answer notes that you see sometimes, they're designed to help you be prepared to give an answer to students about difficult questions they might have. So this week, you may have to talk a bit about, uh, about God's wrath, uh, his anger towards sin. So today's lesson talks about God's wrath, page 127. But the Bible also says that God is love. How can God be both angry and loving? God's anger isn't like human anger. It's not impulsive, irrational, reckless, senseless, unfair, or uncontrollable. Like, think about the way that you get angry when someone does something that really offends you. or One of your kids does something that really just like, it's like the last straw, right? Uh, we tend to react and be impulsive and not slow down and think things through. That's not the way that God gets angry. God's anger is measured and fair. Um, it's thoughtful. In other words, God is so perfect that we deserve His anger, even if we if we don't respond Him properly. Sin is an improper response to God's holiness, so we deserve God's wrath when we sin. God's wrath demands payment for our sin, but His love provided that payment through Jesus, so we wouldn't have to suffer. The gospel of Jesus satisfies God's wrath while providing for our salvation from that wrath. God loved the world in this way, John 3.16, that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life, right? All we have to do is put our faith in this miracle that only God could accomplish. Um, So uh, remember that God's wrath is not mean-spirited or um, it's not selfish. It's designed to draw us to repentance, and it's designed... Uh, to protect us and to make the world a better place. So, um, yeah, let's, let's help our students see that because um, that's something that they probably struggle with a bit. All right, uh, another question I want to draw your attention to is question number eight on page 131. It says, what does the mercy that God showed King Josiah tell us about his character? How should this knowledge impact our interaction with him? Remember that King Josiah read the book of the law to the people himself, and then he made a personal covenant to God promising to keep God's commands and decrees and statutes with all his heart and all his soul. And then finally, Josiah led God's people to make that same commitment to God. King Josiah kept his covenant with God for the rest of his life. He did not turn to the right or to the left. Um, And so, yeah, uh, this is a picture of the kind of character I think God wants us to have um the way we respond to god's uh the reality of god's anger towards sin his wrath says a lot about us right um do we get offended personally or do we does it move us to rebel even more right or does it move us to repentance ourselves to recommit ourselves to the lord and then also to live a life that encourages other people to do this to do the same right Um, does it move us to seek the Lord and encourage the people around us to seek the Lord as well? Um, so yeah, I think we can learn a lot from the way King Josiah pursued and served God and repented and led the people in repentance and, uh, and see that as a way to encourage us to respond to God's word. How do you respond when you hear God's word, read, preached, taught, when you, um, are confronted with truth from God's word. How do you respond? It's really important to consider. This is a lot about our own um, spiritual health, right? Um, so I encourage your students to think about that. Think about that yourself as you prepare to teach. Thanks so much for your time. We'll see you again as we start a new quarter here next week. Thanks. Our uh, upcoming study, fall study, will be on... Amos, Hosea, Jonah, and Micah. So that's what you have to look forward to. Great, powerful books of the Old Testament that have a lot to say to teenagers today. Thanks again. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.